السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جنٹلمین ویلکم اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوج وت اللہ فرام دا شیطان دا سٹون بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ان دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ گریشیس موسٹ مرسیفل دا ٹاپک از واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ فاہشہ ٹرانسلیٹڈ ایز آپسنیٹی دس ورڈ فاہشہ ہیز اکرڈ ان دا قرآن مینی پلیسز اینڈ دا ٹرانسلیشن آئی ہیو گیون ون ورڈ از آپسنیٹی بٹ اف وی گو ان ٹو ڈیٹیل دا میننگ دا ورڈ اٹ سیلف دا آپسنیٹی آئی وڈ لائک ٹو گیو یو فردر میننگ آف دیٹ ورڈ اٹ از اٹ انکلوڈس shameful acts shameful acts where a person is shameful or indecent where the act is indecent that cannot be done in a general public that is indecent the word includes that meaning itself and then is fornication adultery homosexuality lust lewd uh pornography this all these words that i'm using covers in the word obscenity it contains the meanings and the shades of all these words i've used and in the quran the essence of this word you will when i read the ayats you will find the meaning and the essence of this word and one more word i forgot and that is incest to commit adultery or fornication between a mother and a son or sister or a brother father and a daughter that is obscene that is also fahisha in the quran so first these are the meanings that i gave to you the second word the uh, word arabic word occurs in the quran is zina zina is an asexual act between non married people which means fornication or adultery specifically the word only zina but the faisha the word opposite includes everything then there is the one word is sa or su or sayat meaning badness ill or hurts sayat these words i am telling you because these words will occur in our lecture and they are more uh, very uh, important for us to know that then there is a the word zam dunu danaba sin guilt whenever our psyche or the personality of human beings do commit such certain acts that we refer to a person gets a guilt or you can say sin a guilt of doing a wrong act that is contained in a human being when he commits an act a shameful act or obscene act you that's that's how you get Uh, guilt in in your personality then there is a word i told you sayyad then what happens to you that personality he becomes bad he becomes bad a guilt occurred in his personality that is zam or a sin has a, uh, he's committed a sin by performing these obscene acts and then he becomes a bad person this is how they are interlink 
when ever a person commits an obscene act he gets a guilt and he becomes bad so that is why i'm telling you these meanings what is the process of if a person comes commits this act how it affects his personality and how because most of the people in the in the world are committing wrong acts they are committing obscene acts how to get cure from these acts or ask allah for forgiveness this is uh, the the lecture you're going to hear in short i have described <clears throat> coming to the ayats of the quran if you open the first page that is first surah i'll discuss is al isra 17 and the ayah is 32 ولا تقرب الزنا انه كان فاحشه وساء سبيلا and you do not commit or do not come near to fornication adultery surely it is an obscenity and a way to badness the first aya this is a mahkamah mahkam aya meaning governing ayat by virtue we have to govern our psyche that allah said do not go near to zina or fornication or adultery surely it is a fahisha it is an obscenity it's a shameful act do not go near to that and a way of badness that is how a person become bad this small verse is very important to understand our lecture if in the in the bible it is mentioned do not commit adultery do not commit adultery i'm just uh, ask you to compare it in the quran it said do not go near to zina or fornication and once a person if say, if i say do not commit that means i can go near but i cannot i will not commit adultery so quran is specifically telling you anything that leads to fornication or leads to this adultery do not go near by reading books pornographic books or magazines anything or communication between you know guys she's my friend or he's my friend we are talking on phone we are writing letters or emails anything which leads to fornication allah forbid you for that and it says it leads to badness it says do not go near zina do not go near zina means do not use any means in the result at the result is that you may commit fornication so everything is forbidden and if it is a fahisha it's an indecent act or obscenity and it's a way to badness if you go near to fahisha or obscenity you will start committing all the wrongs or a road to badness all the references in the quran which allah forbids us to do 
you will have the courage to do those all wrong things because faisha zina is a very important factor in human psyche to govern his psychology personality if you do not go near if you go near that means you are leading yourself to do all the corrupt things badness that are described in the quran or in the world then you become a bad person because you have taken the courage to go near to zina so allah is ask is commanding us ordering us to govern our psychology that do not go near so that you may not commit this obscene act and then finally it will be a road to badness then you will be intending to do more bad this is one order of the quranic ayah then what is further faisha the other faida mentions surah an-nisa 4 and ayah 22 wala tanjihu ma nakaha aba'ukum min an-nisa illa ma qad salaf innahu kana fahishatan wa maqta wasa sabila and you do not marry from women to whom your fathers married except without doubt whatever is past surely it is an obscenity and a hateful and a way to badness <clears throat> the concept here in this ayah that do not marry your women whom your fathers married it will be a faisha and a obscenity a shameful act that you can say as incest in english committing a sexual act between blood relation this is incest so do not marry whom your fathers married women whom your fathers married this is nikah this is marrying it's an obscene act obscenity or a shameful act if suppose a person has done it consciously or unconsciously married the the mother uh, married the mother it says without doubt whatever is past if you have committed that you do, you were not a muslim you were not a believer and you were living in a certain area or a culture where a person has married the mother so allah is saying whatever is done is past do not do it again so important fact point here is that you don't have to divorce your mother at that time you keep living what because you may have children so in that context you don't have to so that is say allah said without doubt whatever is past if you have done in the past do not do it again but let the system run in the in the quran that allah has forbid us to marry there's a, another ayah where it says whom you are allowed to marry and whom you are allowed not to marry the whole people or, or relations are mentioned that so if somebody has committed wrong in that in the past and in the past of his life and now he comes to know that he has done it from the ayahs of the quran he may not uh, divorce the relations what you have because maybe children and the whole family system is going on so allah said whatever is past is past but not do it in the future allah will forgive you <clears throat> and this committing this act of marrying the mother of your father is also a faisha 
Faisha means I have told you an obscenity and of all the words that I included, shameful act, and it is a way to badness. Again, it's a hateful thing and a, a way to badness. That means if you have keep involving in this kind of act, then you are going to do all the wrongs. You will have the courage to do more wrongs, bad things in life, which Allah has forbid you to do so. So that is why this is very important that we, the, the, this aspect of uh, zina and the marrying the mother and uh, zina and faisha and adultery lecture has been delivered. It is very wrong because it opens the road to other evil bad things you can think of. Now, <clears throat> further in Surah Nu 24 and Ayah 19. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يُحِبُّونَ تَشِيعَ الْفَاحِشَةِ فِي الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Surely those who love to publish, circulate the obscenity in those who believe, for them is a painful punishment in this life and the hereafter. And Allah knows and you do not know. You can see in the world that people... Nowadays, this internet is available that people are promoting pornography. Tashi al-Fahisha. Tashi al-Fahisha means they want to circulate or publish, promote the Fahisha. Obscene acts all over the world. You can see that. And this is done in the believers. So Allah said, for them is a painful punishment. And Allah knows that you do not because you are trying to stir the, the shaitan wants to stir the feelings among the men and the boys and the girls, young boys and the girls, so they can see, they can view this, this circulation that has been done among the Muslims or the believers, this Faisha act or this adultery act performed and you, you know, this, uh, the shaitan leads you to you are attracted towards it. That is why Allah says, surely those who love to publish and circulate the obscenity, faisha, in the believers, for them is a painful punishment in this life and the hereafter, and Allah knows and you do not know. It's going on. That if you are going to do such thing, you will be punished in this world and the hereafter. So even the circulation of the obscenity is forbidden. Obscene acts and forbidden. This is, is, is mentioned in the Quran. Now, <clears throat> now this ayah that I'm going to read is very, very important to understand the men and women psychological behavior towards life. And what is the what are the adornments? Provided by Allah for mankind in this world. What are the adornments that are provided from Allah to mankind, men and women to live in this world? You will note and, and you will be surprised to understand when I am going to read this, inshallah. Surah Al Imran 3 and Ayah 14. Zuyina lil nasi hubbu shahawati. 
من النساء والبنين والقناطير المقنطرة من الذهب والفضة والخيل المسومة والأنعام والحرث ذلك متاع الحياة الدنيا والله عنده حسن المآب Adornment for people is the love of sensual desires from women and sons and heaped up heaps of gold and silver and marked horses and cattles and cultivated land that is the enjoyment of the worldly life and the beautiful resort is near Allah in the Quran the word nas is used for both men and women when Allah says ya ayyuan nas he is referring to both men and women nas when he used the word rijal rijal it specifies men if I said these are all men sitting that means they are rijal man is rujul plural is rijal Nisa, Imrat, women. But in, in, if, you, if you use in combination, men and women both, in combination, it is always in a masculine gender in the Quran and in generally in all languages of the world. When we speak about men and women both in plural, we will not distinguish the sex. We will use a word that you all of all you all of you are sitting in the audience until unless i use the word women to distinguish if i want to describe or discuss women specifically then there is a dis distinguish and a gender is being used a feminine gender but if it it is in plural it was it will always be used a a masculine gender the, in which the women are included for example, now, Linnas, the, all these things that are all this uh, mentioning is, it is for both men and women both. You have to listen to it very carefully. Zuyina Linnasi Hubbu Shahwat. Adornment for people is the love of the sensual desires. What are those? that we men and women our sensual desire is permitted by Allah Almighty to have the love for these 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 things the first is the women men nisa and then you we can analyze well banin and the sons and the third is the heap and heaps of gold and silver men and women both would like to have these things in their possession, heaps of gold and silver. Men and women both like to have sons. Both. And well, Khailil Musawwa Matib and marked horses, meaning they are trained, beautiful, trained horses, marked horses. Men and women would like to have these in their possession well an'am and the kettles men and women both would like to have kettles 
for them and wal harf and that is cultivated land but the the point we are in our lecture is the women men and for women for both sexes listen to me very carefully for both sexes men and women for both sexes sexes women is an adornment meaning a woman is an adornment for men women is an adornment for women men are not adornment at all because if you look at the context it's for both sexes these are the sensual desire love and adornment men like to adore women adorn women and women also adorn women and if you analyze this the statement i have just now said whenever a beauty context has been has been uh, shown on television how many women would be like to would be interested in only men would like to view this uh, beauty context men and women are both sitting and viewing that beauty and adornment of the miss world it's not only men for women also she is an adornment from you know men have do not have that insight to view a woman's beauty as women beautify as women's eyes are because there are uh, women who are who are the uh, judges among among those the women are judges to understand the look of a woman the beauty of a woman her walk and everything her sense intellect the judges are also women why so if woman is not an a woman adornment for a woman so what i'm saying is a fact that women adorn women men you understand this men can adorn women men adorn women but women are more uh, understand the beauty of a woman because they themselves are adornment so they know more better how to what is the adornment of women they look upon a woman and they see from top to bottom their clothes their hairstyle everything they noted if they are not adornment why are they noting they don't note you what are you wearing men believe me so this is this is the if you understand this it will be easy for me to understand to tell you how the crooked psychology is also mentioned in the quran or the deviated psychology is also mentioned in the quran if a woman adorns a woman is a natural thing if the man adorns a woman is a natural thing made by allah given to all mankind both men and women now what happened if you go to the next page in surah an-naml 27 surah and ayah 54 walutan id qala li qaumi ata'tuna al-fahisha wa antum tubsirun a innakum lata'tuna ar-rijala shahwatan shahwatan min duni nisa bal antum qaumun tajhalun and when lut said to his people do you come with the obscenity and have you and you have the insight surely do you come with with sensual desire to men besides women 
but you are ignorant people now is you see no can note in the ayah walutun walutan is qalli qaumihi qaum also includes men and women both listen to me before i say nas includes men and women both when lut alayhi salam peace be upon him is addressing to his people he is addressing both sexes he is not only addressing to men he is addressing to both sexes and he says ataatun alfahisha wa antum tubsirun do you come with obscenity and you have the insight and what is that the obscenity here faisha is described in the next verse a innakum lataatuna rijal shahwatan min duni nisa that you men and women both you have the sensual desire to men besides women this is the sickness that is being prevailed in the world and this is how the confusion arises to have a sensual desire with men is a sickness is not right so lut alayhi salam is addressing to both women and men both that do you not have the insight that you have been provided your your normal uh, it is normal to have an adornment for women but now you want to adorn men what's wrong with you men and women both are adorning or sense they are having the sensual desire for men besides women if you have the sensual desire for women it is a normal thing men and women in this aspect is not only sexual but it is i'm trying to convey it's just to adorn a man or have the uh, a man desiring for a man not physical but also otherwise is sickness and that is how in the world you can see that there are people women and men both are making this men as fancy to be adorned like hero worship in films they show men as a hero and women and men both admire men also copy men and women also try to admire that men this is a sickness going on because the natural thing was allah has given both of the sexes to adorn the women that is normal but if you go against meaning you leave out the women aside and you start ad- have the sensual desire for men for both sexes is a sickness or ills and that is mentioned in the quran as fahisha obscenity obscenity to have that you leave up the woman and you start adorning the men or you start having sensual desire for men for women also if the women are having sensual desire for men is fahisha obscenity and men who want to have sexual desire for men is obscenity fahisha so that is why i include the word homosexuality homo does not mean only male gender to male gender homo means same sex 
So one of the female is behaving like a male in lesbianism. But the question is again that they are looking to the other as men to, 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 to have this uh, sensual desire to, with men is basically a faisha or an obscenity. This is from here we understand. Before ayat I read it is normal to have a sensual desire for, with women. And I read so, so many things. But if you go opposite to that men or women to have sensual desire for with men with men it is wrong now what the the people the people means men and women of Lut al-Islam said surah An-Namal 27 illan so his people gave no answer except they said drive out the followers of Lut from your city surely they are the people who purify themselves so if you look in this ayah these people who are so perverted they said to Lut al-Islam and his followers drive out them from the city because they want to purify themselves because in their diverted or perverted mind it is a natural thing to admire or have adornment or have this sensual desire for men so they are saying uh, drive out these people from the city because these people Luther Islam and his followers are, are uh, trying to be purified themselves they purify themselves they are using the word purify, you understand? Because they know they are not being purified, because that is purification. Who are not taking the sensual desire for with men. So that is purification, they understand this, using the word. We don't want to be purified, if these people want to be purified, drive them out. So what happens the punishment? <clears throat> In Surah Hud 11 and Ayah 81, قَالُوا يَا لُوتِ إِنَّا رُسُولُ رَبِّكَ لَنْ يَصِلُوا إِلَيْكَ فَأَسِي بِأَهْلِكَ بِقِطِمْ مِنَ اللَّيْلِ وَلَا يَلْتَفِتْ مِنْكُمْ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا مْرَأَتَكَ إِنَّهُ مُصِيبُهَا مَا صَابَهُمْ إِنَّ مَعْدُمُ الصُّبْحُ أَلَيْسَ الصُّبْحُ بِقَرِيبٌ They said, O Lut, surely we are the messengers of your Lord. They will never join you. So travel with your family and with the parts from the night and not anyone from you turn back except your wife. Surely it will reach her what will reach them. Surely the promised time is the morning. Is not the morning with near, close by. Now, the messengers were sent to Lut al-Islam to destroy these kinds of people. So these, these are the messengers are telling the Lut al-Islam what you have to do. They are saying, O Lut, surely we are the messenger of your Lord. These people who are having sensual, these men and women having sensual desire with men, they are not going to join you. 
Meaning they are not going to purify like you. So what you do? So travel with your family. The family with the parts from the night. The family here is mentioned are those people who are with Lut al-Islam. The word Ahl is used for wife. The word Ahl is used for family. Ya Ahl al-Kitab, people of the book, similar sort of thinking and psyche may have diversion. But in this, in this context, he says, travel with your family, meaning who are with Lut al-Islam. And not anyone from you turn back except your wife. What, what wife did it? Come on. She, she had the same sensual desire for men. Because I said the punishment, look further it says, surely it will reach her that will reach them. You see, if you look, look, look normally these people in the world are thinking that the eyes are only for men. I am telling you it is for both sexes. Because she is going to leave behind and the same punishment will come on those who are taking the sensual desire with men, the same for women. So in this context, you say that surely it will reach her what will reach them in join, in combination. The people of Lut al-Islam who were taking sensual desire with men. Women also taking sensual desire to men and men taking sensual desire to women. That means she, Lut al-Islam's wife, she comes in the same category that she was left behind to have the same punishment that was given to the people of the Lut, the Qawmi Lut. So in, in, this, in this ayas we can understand that it is the men and women both sexes. Men and women both sexes if they want to, if they have this sensual desire for men, it is a faisha and it is wrong and it is, it is not it is a sickness. But if the men and women have sensual desire for women, men and women both have sensual desire for women, it is right and this is how it, the psyche is right. If it is the opposite way, the Lut al-Islam's wife, messenger's wife, prophet's wife, was having maybe sensual desire with the men. That is why the punishment is same. They, 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 she will, would, what will reach her will reach them. So this is how you understand it is the woman is also having, the, if having sensual desire with men, the same punishment is given to her also. So she's not left out. It's not only addressing to the male gender. It is addressing to both sexes. You see, in the Quran, uh, an amazing situation is that uh, when I'll be reading further ayahs, uh, some of the women or maybe, I don't know where this lecture will be heard, women will think that I am sort of uh, favoring the men in comparison to women before I go further. <clears throat> you see, there in the Quran there are many incidents about this uh, Faisha and relationship. And in the world, if you see in the world, you can see the corruption going on all over the world. What is the root cause of this corruption? I just now mentioned in the ayahs of homosexuality or 
women having this sensual desire to men. Why there in the world, in the world you see, there are crimes committed by men and women both. And in the, in the, in the discussion, if you will note, generally it is, it is men who are supposed to be the oppressors in this committing this act. Like you will hear the scene of rape or this woman was raped and the propaganda is going around against the men in committing this, this act, sensual act or sexual act. But if you know it in the Quran, the whole book Quran, just now I read an ayah where Lut al-Islam's wife was left behind. One, one aspect you can understand who is more victimized in, in this committing this faisha and adultery and fornication. Messenger's wife, can you imagine? Of course you must think and you're reading an ayah, you must think that the messenger's wife was left behind, that means she was not right in the nearness of Allah and she committed the same act. That was she had the same punishment. Now another example I'm going to read. You see, to, 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 do, to commit a crime, it is very easy for women and men, both, of, both people, because the Satan, the Shaitan, is trying to misguide both of them. Right? And in the Quran, Lut al-Islam or the selected people, Mukhlaseen, who are uh, selected by Allah, will never be, will never be diverted from the path of Allah. They might commit mistakes a little bit, which we will say ma'asum. But, if people, men and women both, are not as we are not messengers and prophets of God, we are people, we want to take guidance from the, from the Quranic ayahs. In that context, both of the sects are easy for them to commit mistakes, to do this act. Another example you are going to see here, here, here and see is with Yusuf al-Salam. And it is a very famous uh, narration in the Quran that most of the people know. But I am going to read further and you will see what happens. This is a small narration, Surah Yusuf 12 and Ayah 21. وَقَالَ الَّذِي اشْتَرَاهُ مِن مِصْرِ لِمْرَأَتِهِ أَكْرِمِي مَثْوَاهُ عَسَاعِيًّا فَعَنَا أَوْ نَتَّخِذَهُ وَلَدَا وَكَذَلِكَ مَكَّنَّا لِيُوسُفَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلِنُعَلِّمَهُ مِنْ تَعْوِيلِ الْأَحَادِيثِ وَاللَّهُ غَالِبٌ عَلَىٰ عَمْرِهِ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ And Aziz, that is the name in the Quran, mighty, who purchased him, that is Yusuf, from Egypt. And said to his wife, make his stay honorable for me. Maybe he will beneficial for us or we take him as a son. And likewise we gave the power to Yusuf in the land. And we taught him from the interpretation of the events. And Allah is dominant over his orders. But majority of the people do not know. This is a narration. I am just 
from the beginning i am trying to uh, read this narration and you will see what happens yus aziz was a very respectable honorable person in the kingdom of misr egypt he brought yusuf al aslam son he purchased when he was i am not going to detail but he was small and he was bought by this aziz so he t- he asked his wife that we will keep this son we'll ke- take him as a son maybe this son this boy will be beneficial for us and this is how allah gave yusuf alaihissalam in the land of egypt where he could stay and he, allah taught yusuf alaihissalam the interpretation of the dreams and events and allah is dominant over his orders but the majority of people do not know the in this narration you have to know that yusuf alaihissalam was purchased by the aziz the mighty person who was was a mighty person and he asked his wife that we will take this boy as a son or maybe he will be benefit us let him keep in, a, in him in his house so this is simple this is now what will happen this son and relationship next ayas continuation ولما بلغ شده اتيناه حكما وعلما وكذلك نزل المرسلين and when he yusuf reaches full strength maturity we gave him governance that is to govern and knowledge and likewise we reward the good doers now in this ayah yusuf islam reach a maturity age of full strength in the same house in the house of aziz wife and aziz house he grew up he was in for full strength allah gave him the hukum and ilma meaning he gave him the governance that he had the knowledge or he got the knowledge from allah and even the governance what are the do's and the don'ts by virtue you govern yourself what is right and what is wrong what we have to do and what we have not to do he got the knowledge of that and reach a, a maturity strength not like like an adolescence or, or a puberty age no 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 he had this full strength to understand the things what is right and wrong in balaga balaga ashuddahu a full strength not young man but a full strength to govern knowledge and likewise likewise we reward those who do good so he was now grown up man in the same house in the house of aziz why aziz house now what happens here is our topic surah yusuf 12 ayat waradatu allati huwa fi baytiha an nafsi wa ghallaqat al abwab wa qalat haytalak قال معاذ الله انه ربي احسن مثوايا انه لا يفلح لا يفلح الظالمون هي يوسف who was in the house of aziz was in her house and she wanted to explore about herself and she closed the doors and she said come here he said yusuf said i seek refuge of allah Surely is my lord he kept me in the most beautiful place of stay surely the oppressors do not prosper 
Now, he was full grown, full strength he had. And now Aziz's wife, in, he was stay, staying in her house. She wanted to explore Yusuf al-Islam. You know, this is, in the Arabic word is, Rawatna uh, means explore. Now, if you read the meaning of explore, she wanted to look him into him closely to examine investigate as with a probe to search out his unknown aspects or parts. If you want to explore, explorations are going on in the world, but why to close the doors? It gives you the picture that what she wanted to do so. She closed the doors and said, come here. You get the picture? Should I explain? She wanted to explore. And, 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 and uh, close examine Yusuf al-Islam to test him or examine him what's going, what, what type of person he was grown up remember he's not a boy he's not a young person he's a matured person he is a matured parshuddha he had the full strength he had the knowledge of, from Allah and he had the hukum governing governance from Allah at that time this uh, Aziz wife closed the doors and asked him to come near, come, come near her. Come here. So he, Yusuf al-Islam says, I seek refuge of Allah. Uh, he kept me in the most beautiful place. Why, how, and he says that because he had the wisdom. He had the wisdom and he had the governance. Hukum and the governance. Both he had them. He had that. So he says, I seek refuge from Allah. Now think, think, think this, very important. You see, I am telling you to commit any act, Faisha act, between two persons, women and men, it's easy. But with the messengers, or with those whom Allah has selected, mukhlis, it's difficult. Even shaitan says, except from the mukh- your mukhlis, I will misguide the other people. So similarly, Yusuf al-Islam said, I seek refuge of Allah for what she intended to do so. She wanted to explore him, closely examine him, and she closed the doors. So she was taking, first of all, she had this sense, she wanted to have the sense, she had this sensual desire of men, which is wrong, number one. The second is, she had the sensual desire with the messenger of Allah. That is the important point to know. He was not an ordinary man. Like you and us. We, like we. She had this courage to have this kind of look or desire for for the messenger, Prophet Yusuf al-Islam. Luth al-Islam's wife went to the people who were already gone into Mayas. This is the only case mentioned in the whole book Quran, even the prophet she went after. That you and she was that boy was grown up as a child, a son. Look at the sickness of this woman. This is the lecture to educate that these peep women have this problem. This is not to be taken easily. First to have this desire again for men is wrong and to have a desire on the messenger. 
is the most biggest crime to do so. And he was in his house, her house, as a son. How hard for him to go retaliate against, he said, I see if you were with Allah, he had the knowledge from Allah of Hukum, the governance, and the wisdom, and this, uh, the governance, and this uh, knowledge. He had the knowledge. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. So, it is, look in the further ayah, it says, وَلَقَدْ حَمَّتْ بِهِ وَحَمَّ بِهَا لَوْلَا أَرْرَآ بُرْحَانَ رَبِّهِ كَذَلِكَ لِنَصْرِفَ عَنْهُ السُّوءَ وَالْفَعْشَاءَ إِنَّهُ مِنْ إِنَّهُ مِنْ عِبَادِنَا الْمُخْلَصِينَ And without doubt, she took interest in him. And he would have taken interest in her if Yusuf had not seen the evidence of his Lord. Likewise, for we, we turn away the badness, ill, and the obscenity from him. Surely he was from our sincere servants. This is very, very important to understand that because he had the knowledge, because he had the governance, and he had seen the burhan, the evidence from Allah. Otherwise, he says, if you look at the Arabic, وَلَقَدْ حَمَّدْ بِهِ وَحَمَّ بِهَا She took interest in him and he took interest in her. He would have done it. What stopped him? Because he had seen the evidence from the Lord. Because Allah had already given because of full strength. He was in full maturity to understand. He had the wisdom. He had the governance. He has the knowledge from Allah what is right and wrong. If he would have not seen the evidence, then he would have been in the same as we men and women do are committing wrongs. So this, this attempt of this uh, Aziz wife was not only on the man but on the messenger, prophet. Can you imagine? There is not a single narration of the messenger or a man going for, for any religious woman mentioned the Quran Ibrahim's wife was a very nice woman in the Quran any man any, any incidents believe me there is not a single incident where men are running after women as if the whole world is propagating it is the man who is after women is the man of course the men have adornment for women it is the natural thing to do so but it is against the will of a woman to have adornment for men or have any, any, any uh, desire, sensual desire for men. It is against her nature. Unless she is perverted or ill or have this wrong feeling. Or even for men to have sensual desire for men. You can see on television people sitting like women, behaving like women in the, on the TV. And as promised as nice program. So this is going on. So this courage in the Quran is mentioned against not only a man, a messenger of God, a prophet of God, a woman taking, and he was brought up like a son. And Allah also says, look, very, very important. He says, without doubt she took interest in him and he would have taken interest in her if 
he Yusuf had not seen the evidence of his Lord. And likewise for we turn away, God says, Allah says, we turn away the badness, ill and obscenity from him. It is God Almighty turning away the badness and evil from him, from Yusuf al-Islam. Because the intent was so strong, because she was like a mother, first of all. And then she was attempting on him. You see, that's very difficult for a, a, a person who's grown up in the same house. So it was Allah who saved him and Allah has, has given the knowledge. So if Allah is giving us the essence and the governance and we are attached to the ayahs, then we can, otherwise we are all go, can go wrong. Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 15. وَاللَّاتِ يَاتِينَ الْفَاحِشَةَ مِن نِسَائِكُمْ فَاسْتَشْهِدُوا عَلَيْهِنَّ أَرْبَعَةً مِنْكُمْ فَإِنْ شَهِدُوا فَأَمْسِكُوهُنَّ فِي الْبُيُوتِ حَتَّى يَتَوَفَّاهُنَّ الْمَوْتِ أَوْ يَجَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُنَّ سَبِيلًا And from your women wives who come with obscenity, so seek from, from yourselves the evidence of four witnesses over them. So if they bear witness, then hold them in the houses until death completes them or Allah makes a way for them. So I was already telling you this. You see, in the... In, in, it, it is simply said as if this is common practice. It, it, it is well, you're from your women, wives who come with obscenity. As if it's a common practice going on. Who's, so seek from yourselves the evidence of four witnesses over them. So if they bear witness, then hold them in the houses until death completes them. Or Allah makes a... You see? I mean... As if this is, is, is nothing. You see, women, wives committing faisha, taking interest of another man, is, is normal. Mention the book. This obscenity faisha word is used in the Quran here. Before I go and look and, and discuss about the witnesses, why, why men are not taking interest? Come on, tell me when. There is not one single reference, believe me. Yusuf al-Islam, woman. Luther al-Islam's wife, woman. Now, normal human beings, woman wives, believing men, women, believing men and women, who believes in the ayahs, who believes in the Quranic ayahs. So these women are coming with faisha. So Allah says, take from yourself four witnesses, and if they bear witnesses, you you confine them in the houses or hold them in the houses. Now in this Quran, it's not this that you have to see if the woman is coming with this crime, committing this faisha. The Quran doesn't say that those four people were around in the, in the bush, they were hiding and looking at this woman. It's not like that. When she has come with a faisha or committing this crime, and you come to know this because she's coming, you are you're coming to know. So you cannot confine them, hold them in the house until you take four witnesses. It is not of that that you have to find out how and what happened. No. You have come to know this. For confining in the house, you have to have four witnesses. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is four witnesses. You want to confine or hold them in the house, you must have reason for that, for other people to know, that I have come to know, that my wife have committed this faisha and adultery,
So I am confined, confining her. So you take four witnesses. Like a marriage ceremony take place, so you have two witnesses from the from the both sides two two witnesses, right? Similarly, to to confine the house, you must have four witnesses. You t- because otherwise people, why are you confining your wife? You confine your house, confine your wife in your house. So it is not that people have to witness the act. No, it is the person who has to confine in the house. Any husband who comes to know that the wives are coming, look, it says your wives are coming with obscenity, so seek from yourself the evidence of four, four witnesses over them. And if they bear witness, that means they bear witness, then hold them in the houses. Then only hold them houses. So now, in comparison to the Bible, I would like to give you here a Bible, biblical verse. Uh, I, will, I will see, I will... <laughs> in, in, according to the Bible, Jews and Christian faith... Leviticus 20 and verse 10 And the man that commit adultery with another's wife uh, another man's wife even he that commits adultery with the neighbor's wife the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death by stoning This is a biblical law You must understand why I am quoting this verse because in comparison to the Quranic ayat if the wives are committing this adultery or Fahisha, you take four witnesses and hold them in the houses. That's the Quranic law. What is the biblical law? If you have a husband, if a husband, wife, his wife committing an adultery, you put him to death by stoning. That's the biblical law. This ayah, I, I mean, I mean, I've, have you heard anyone? That a husband has confined the woman or his wife in the house. Have you heard in your life? Why are you killing women? You see, the, you must understand. If a man, if suppose I kill someone by mistake, or even by, uh, by mistake, whatever, so I have taken the death, I have taken the life of a man, so I am not put to death by Quran, by Allah. Because Allah has given the concession by qisas. You can give the blood money. But what do, if I do wrong, somebody do wrong to me, it's the same. So even for, even for killing someone, you have qisas. How can you kill any man or woman on the basis of faisha and adultery? The punishment is mentioned to confine her wife in the houses. Mentioned. How can you kill, kill this woman? You cannot. It's a biblical Christian Judeo law. It is not Quran or Islamic law at all. It's not. You cannot kill. Killing is a very big crime to take somebody's life. And adultery and fornication is, is committed by human beings. It's a, it's a big crime of course in the nearness of Allah. In the nearness of, but we human beings are killing because of our own uh, honor and respect. You are not following Allah and His ayahs. The Jews and the Christians are not practicing this verse, the put to stone to death. You are killing. You know more than Allah. He provided you this ayat that you confine them in the houses. You don't have to take the life of the woman. 
But it's going on. And these propaganda media people are putting this in front of them. They never quote the Bible. Then it is a biblical law. Who will be exposed? The Jews and the Christians themselves. They are trying to say that you doing, you are doing it. In the rural areas of here and in, in, uh, in many other places of Iran, maybe in rural area here, somebody honor killing in Pakistan going on and publicizing that is Islam. I mean, amazing thing. You read any ayah, Allah says you lock them in the houses or you confine a house, but you don't understand because your respect is involved, your ego is involved. You are you are a respectable person, you want to kill the woman, your wife. And this then you protect the media to promote in Islam and Muslims are barbaric. It is the Jews are barbaric, it is the Christians themselves have gone into this mire. It is their law. It has nothing to Allah's law at all. Believe me, whether you say it was in the past, it was like this, don't, don't give this ideas. The fact is that when Allah says you, you confine them, that is the law of Allah's ayahs. And these here is mentioned the wives. Your wives comes to you, take four witnesses and confine them in the houses. That's all. You don't have to kill them. You're making laws that you call it as a Sharia law. What law? What is that law? Over Allah's law? You call Quran and Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah. What, what Quran and Sunnah? If the Quran has still told you categorically, very simple, straightforward, and now what law you want to bring upon it? You are trying to kill women. You know, in the, in, in, in the world, in Pakistan, also in many places, the people are killing women. His respect is involved, his honor is involved. Izzat. They call it honor killing. So now it is a biblical law and a Jewish law. It's not Islam. It's not in Quran at all. It's a biblical law. And the Jews should practice it and they must practice their own law. We are not Jews. We are Muslims for Allah. So now in Surah Nisa 4, continuity 16 ayah. And from you, if two men comes with obscenity, hurt both of them. So if they both repent and correct, so avoid to hurt both of them. Surely Allah is off returning most merciful. You see in the ayahs that I was referring to previously, here it is mentioned, first the women are mentioned, who are coming with obscenity. And then two men are mentioned, specifically two men, are mentioned who are committing obscenity, right? And in the previous ayahs, I have already read an ayah where Lut al-Islam and his people is mentioned. Lut al-Islam people got the punishment and the woman got the punishment. So again, again, here also you see the women are coming with obscenity and two men. So that means this kind of sensual desire for men is the same. Women have the sensual desire for men or the men have a sensual desire for men. Same. They both come in the same category. That is why the ayat is for the woman. Because Luther's left wife was left behind. She was a woman. And here also the women, your women are coming with obscenity. Faisha. So what you have to do, you know that. You can't kill them. You can't divorce them. Believe me, you have to keep them with your, in your house. That's what you have to do. And here two men. 
if two men <laughs> were legalizing this this nonsense act in the, some European countries, he said, if you two men comes with that, hurt both of them. Hurt both of them. And then if they repent, both repent and correct. So avoid the hurt to both of them. Solely of Allah is of returning most merciful. What this, this ayah and the previous ayah is in continuation. That means the woman uh, having a sexual desire with men, that is obsidian faisha, and if two men are having sensual desire with each other, is again obscenity. So you hurt both of them here, and the woman you have to confine. You don't have to confine the men, remember this. So you have to hurt them, punish them. If they repent, then do not, Allah said, do not hurt both of them. What men are also doing in the world, I mean, I'm not just excluding the men, men are also doing this. Two men involved doing bad things is almost like women taking a uh, sensual desire with men. is the same. Now in Surah Nu 24 and وَآتُوهُمْ مِنْ مَالِ اللَّهِ الَّذِي آتَاكُمْ وَلَا تُكْرِهُوا فَتَيَاتِكُمْ عَلَى الْبِغَاءِ إِنْ أَرَضْنَا تَحَسُّنَا لِتَبْتَغُوا عَرَضَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَمَنْ يُكْرِهُنَّا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ مِنْ بَعْدِ إِكْرَاهِهِنَّا غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ And let those who do not find means to marry should abstain until Allah enriches them from His bounty and from those whom your right hand possess, right possesses, who seeks the book. So write for them. If you find any betterment in them, and give them the wealth of Allah that He has given you. And you do not compel your young girls to commit wrong acts, prostitution. If they intend to be fortified, guarded. For you seek the width of this worldly life, and whosoever compels them, then surely Allah is forgiving, merciful from after their compulsion. Now in this ayah, Allah is telling the men that if you do not have the means to marry, until means physically, health-wise and materialistically, because you are the caretaker of women, so you abstain until Allah enrich you from His bounty. And from those whom your right hand possesses, who seeks the book, so write for them. If, any, if you find any betterment in them, give them the wealth of Allah that He has given you. That, pe that means people who are under your uh, uh, right hand possesses, that's a different topic altogether. Who are those women? Ma malakata I will not go into detail. Our portion is this little portion, the, below this little portion, I am going to discuss that because it is related to our topic, very important. That is, and you do not compel your young girls to commit wrong act prostitution. But there are men who are forcing these young girls. Now there comes the force. The forcing young girls, compel, compelling them. And these young girls, want to fortify themselves, they want to keep clean, they don't want to get involved. If they are like that, 
and you are seeking the wit of this worldly life. So now in this, this is the only one verse which clarifies many aspects that is being wrongly propagated in the world. First of all, if men force the young girls, compel the young girls to commit the wrong act or to prostitution, first is that, and these women do not want intent to do so. That means they are raped. Are they not? If these young girls do not want to get indulged in this kind of act, if the men compels them to do so, in other words, it is the unwilling sexual act these girls have to perform. They are young girls. So that means you are forcing, compelling them, compelling them to do this act is basically prostitution or rape. Am I not clear? This is rape. You are doing it or you are asking them to do it for others. Is the one said the one who is going to do it is going to rape the girl. Am I right? Compelling them. If they want to be guarded, these girls, young girls want to be guarded. So you compel them to do so. So you are compelling them to commit this act that is rape by forced sexual intercourse. And further he says, whoever compels them, whoever this men of this world to, who are seeking the width of this world, whoever compels these girls to, to do commit wrong act prostitution, surely Allah is forgiving most merciful after their compulsion. You have to listen to this very point important. What is forgiving? Who? Allah is forgiving the girls who are raped, who are you know, this is very you people, men and women, they don't understand the ayahs. If the if any man, believe me, if any man commits a rape to any girl, young girl, I'm talking about, because Quran is here it says young girls. First of all, it's forbidden by Allah not to do so. You must listen to me, guys. It is not to do so. If these women to be, these girl want to be guarded. If any man compels them to commit this sexual act by force, it's like a rape. And after this girl being raped, Allah is forgiving these girls. Of what? What will happen? In the beginning I told you that any person who, who are involved in these acts, there was a word I saw, told you, Sayyat, Saw, bandits will come. And the word I told you, dham, dhrub, dhanaba, mean guilt and sin will come if you commit these acts. If anyone commits this faisha, this obscene act, obscenity, adultery and fornication or any kind of all these acts, so what will Guilt will come inside. Guilt. So these girls, if being forced and raped, will not have the guilt. Because Allah says, Allah is forgiving, merciful after compulsion, after their compulsion. Who are you to punish the person who raped? To kill him? Of course you have to punish him, I am saying that you kill him. But he must be punished for, 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 the, for fornication adultery, he did it. When Allah is forgiving the girls, you are taking the biggest crime. And no wonder in the United States and all parts of the world, the men who rape girls, it is very difficult to prove them against this. They are not, they are all walking on the world. 
in in this country and this now they nowadays they said the person who raped a girl he should be killed again you are taking a life before i told you if a man find his wife uh, having an uh, uh, extramarital affair or doing fahisha and committing adultery you cannot kill her similarly if a man forces a girl to to commit this sexual act he cannot be killed because allah is forgiving the girls that means she will they will not ha- of course they will go to a trauma i am not denying this fact a physical trauma and a psychological trauma they might go but when allah is forgiving they won't contain the guilt and the sin and the badness will not come in them in their psyche the badness and the sin will not because allah is forgiving merciful to those girls so who are you to kill that man who committed this crime of course they will be punished because i will read further what is the punishment of an adulterer adulterer and adulteress fornicator 100 strikes i will come to that ayah but in the book in the nowadays now say a man who raped a girl should be hanged or killed again you are bringing the biblical law a man who commits a crime stoned to death death you, you want to kill the person these both acts believe me for women committing this crime and a man committing this crime by force by compulsion compelling still allah is forgiving mercy when allah is forgiving the girls that means they will not carry the guilt they will not carry the sin in their psyche what is allah for when allah when allah says bismillah rahman rahim with the name of allah most gracious most merciful or ghafur rahim means he will forgive meaning allah forgives that means there is no guilt in us in me or there is no sin in my psyche when allah forgives otherwise if allah does not forgive he, that sin will be carried in my psyche it will be in my personality you must understand what i said okay this this ayah this was in our in our related to our topic that there are men i'm not denying this there are men who are forcing the girls or compelling young girls to this fahisha act of prostitution but to they, they want to seek the witness of this worldly life that is wrong 100% wrong i am not denying this fact they should be punished but not to kill them but at the same time allah is telling us the women or young girls whom they were being forced or after their com- being compulsed their, their compulsion their compulsion being that they've been uh, compelled to do that act allah is forgiving the girls and allah is merciful, merciful to the girls what you understand that means they will not carry the guilt it will never come into into their mind and this is the allah has made the psyche of men and women both so this guilt purpose you know people are taking or the women also making a big issue of this well this man this man raped this girl and man this is a big crime i understand this is a big crime we all understand but in the nearness of god allah is forgiving the girls why are you making this issue because allah forgive the girls you are making an issue that that sin she will not the sin will not enter into her because allah forgives that means sin will not enter into her the sin enters in, in, into everybody's psyche when he when allah does not forgive when allah does not forgive that is why we are guilty we are afraid of our accountability because she was compelled why would the sin will enter into her of course there will be a trauma and, and some period of time she will feel you know different 
but later on it will it will go away it will be all right because she will not have this guilt of crime she never committed a crime it never it will never enter she, allah is forgiving merciful now the punishment surah nu 24 and aya 2 azaniyatu wazani fajlidu kullu wahidin minhuma miyata jalda wala ta khud bihima ra'fatun ra'fatun fi dinillah in kuntum tu'minuna billahi wal yawmil akhir wal yashhad adabahuma ta'ifatun minal mu'minin the fornicators and the fornicator then lash each one of them hundred stripes and pity do not hold of you with them in the judgment of allah if you believe in allah and the last day and a party from the believers bear witness their punishment now the punishment comes any person any girl or the word the first is the zaniya zaniya means fornicators and zani means fornicator fornicator both of them allah says you punish them with 100 stripes it's there in the book punish them 100 stripes and pity you know pity should not catch a hold of you uh, this is wrong is being pity you know you want to pity, uh, sympathize with them no no pity should catch hold of you with them in the judgments of allah if you believe in allah in the last day and a party of believers should witness the punishment now here before i <laughs> the punishment you know is very easy to punish the person you must understand who is a zani who is a fornicator and a fornicate fornicatress and a fornicator a zania and zani who who are these who are these people i'm asking a question if i smoke a cigarette if i smoke a cigarette am i a smoker once or twice if i take a glass of beer or alcohol once or twice am i a drinker come on no you must understand that the word here the word zania means he a person who is addicted to fornication is zani or zania any woman or a man commits this act is not a zani listen to me very carefully the word arabic zania means a girl who is addicted continuously addicted she has become addiction fornic she is a fornicatress and a fornicator is a person who is addicted to this kind of sexual act he is a zani if any person has committed once twice thrice and not addiction has entered in his psyche he is not a zani he has committed on a fornication i am not denying this because if anybody smokes a cigarette or drinks alcohol once or twice does not make him an addiction until he does so many times that he becomes an addicted to it that means he is a drunkard or he is a smoker or he is now fornicator remember this any person when he any habit or any natural thing which it enters in your psyche and you becomes addicted to it then you are responsible because in this ayah you will note there are no witnesses involved in this verse allah says zaniya who is the zaniya 
she herself will expose in the world because when she, any person gets addicted to anything she or he cannot hide it, it, it she is exposed no matter how, how hard she tries or how hard a man tries if you look into the world I have noticed there are men who are involved in this uh, fornicating business they boastly say to people don't they that I am having these kinds of women same with the women everybody knows in the whole in our areas in our locations and that this woman is you know she's, she's not right how do you come to know so many times she, she's you know, she can't hide remember this if any woman commits this act secretly or any man commits this act secretly once or twice and he's not addicted to it he's not a fornicator he's committed a fornication he's not addicted you understand this the word zani means any woman or a man zani and zani means any woman or a man who is continuously involved addicted and exposed so now you get hold of him and then you give them hundred stripes. I am not allowing Zani's fornication adultery. Remember this. Don't catch my word that I, when I am using these words. I am just trying to explain that a person who is addicted to any kind of act, then you call him uh, that person. Otherwise you don't. You follow what I am saying? So similarly here, a Zania, there is no evidence required. Because he or she will himself confess that I am addicted to it. That is why you, you don't see this hundred stripes. The Allah says, then you uh, lash the, each of them hundred stripes and do not pity catch hold of you with them in the judgment of Allah if you believe in Allah in the last day. And a party of witnesses, uh, sorry, a party from the believers bear witness to their punishment. Meaning the believers should stand and a woman or man who's committed committed this adultery or a fornicated fornication who's addicted to that fornication so she committed she she confessed or he confessed so believers should make around and slashes not like killing the woman man because further i says look further i says the continuity azani la yankihu illa zaniya aw mushika wazaniyatu la yankihuha the fornicator do not marry any except a fornicatress or a woman who associates and the fornicatress do not marry any except a fornicator or a man who associates and that is forbidden over the believers so if this now reading in the in the two ayahs you will know that the that that we come to know that these uh, girls or men, boys and girls, they are not married people. They are not married people. Because it says, a fornicator marry except a fornicatress. After the punishment, after she takes the punishment or he takes the punishment, if they are involved, in, then marry to each other. Look, says uh, that uh, fornicator do not marry any except a fornicatress or a woman who associates and the fornicator do not marry except a fornicator. So when, how, if you will kill the fellow or you will beat him so much that he's, uh, he's become a victim. No, you just, because it's, uh, fornication is a shameful act, obscenity. It is shameful. So this shame should be brought forward 
give them the punishment and after the punishment let them marry each other and on the believer it is forbidden but what I am saying this is not for married people married woman if she involves what she's going to what, what's the punishment for her confine the houses but for men and women both here who are not married they should marry each other the punishment is this and who, who, who is this person a girl or a boy who is addicted that he himself will expose he will himself will be in front of people that she or he is committing this, this act of fornication not you know once or twice he himself expose himself he cannot hide it remember any girl or a ma- boy will not be able to hide if he or she is addicted to it any person starts any kind of this kind of act committing this sexual act secretly but slowly and gradually it is exposed remember this they think they are clever they will hide it but no it, it becomes an addiction and once they be, it's an addiction they can't see properly themselves that they are hiding they lose so many evidences so many evidence they lose by so in that connection Allah says this zaniya women and men and believe me this is a cure otherwise people in the world are f- facing the the difficulty of AIDS because once you catch hold of the AIDS you are death is the solution no other solution in the world there is no solution for any person who is addicted to adult, uh, this uh, fornication addicted to this fornication she or he has become a fornicator or a fornicatress there is no cure until you get this punishment from Allah and the believer should witness and she should confess that she wants she or he should confess that I would like to amend my life I've done wrong in my life I want to amend and she doesn't want she will not keep on repeating so you have this punishment according to the Bible Christian faith John 8 verse 4 they say unto him to Jesus master this woman was taken in the adultery in the very act John 8 verse 5 and 7 now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned but what say you so when they continued asking him he lifted up himself and said unto them he that is without a sin amongst you let him first cast a stone at her now look at the Christians this is the biblical Christian law it's in the Bible so there was the first the portion say that people caught look they say unto him master Jesus this woman was taken in the adultery the very act if you catch a woman in the very act what do you understand any woman committing adultery in the very act they caught the woman in the very act what do you understand she was caught at the at the time of act red handed where is the man where is the man in this verse bible biblical there is no man they just caught the woman what where is about the man the very act where is the man I am asking them where is the man why did they get hold of this man also they should have brought both no 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 they caught the very sexual act but they caught the woman you run away hey, what nonsense believe me and look further 
They say, now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what say you? Command Jesus in our book of Moses law, Torah of the Hebrew, of the Jews, it was that he should be stoned to death. What do you have to say now? So Jesus, so when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without a sin amongst you, let him first cast a stone at her. So Jesus said to these people, Whoever has not has, doesn't have a sin, meaning doesn't have a guilt of committing that same sexual act, you want to stone the fellow, what about you? So should first cast the stone. That means they all were involved. Right? So nowadays they don't practice this. Because they all are involved. The Christians. They take it as a joke. If you go to the western world. Or not only the western world. Anywhere in the Christian world. Whether it's west or east or anywhere. Even in Pakistan and the Christians. They, they take it easy. Because Jesus said. Whoever want to stone the person. They, that is why the stoning is not to find in the Christian world. Because according to Jesus said. Whoever want to cast a stone, must cast who is not without a sin. So everybody has committed that same crime. So they were all guilty of. So nobody throws any stone. So what is going on? In the world, the Christendom, the women and men, the girls and boys are getting addiction to, you are not a proper girl if you are not going, have a, you don't have a boyfriend, you don't have a girlfriend, you are not moving around, you are not having inter- relationships, you may be sick, there is something wrong with you. So they are encouraging this kind of act to commit these wrongs. So that is why I read this, that people are committing this sexual act in the Christian world because Jesus said, do not throw a stone because you people keep on committing. I have taken your sins. Finally, you just believe that I have died for your sins. So keep on doing, no problem. Astaghfirullah. Ali Imran 3 and I 135. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاهِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ And those when they commit obscenity or oppress their souls, they remember Allah, then they seek forgiveness for their guilts, sins. And who will forgive guilt sins except Allah? And they did not persist over what they did and they know it. Now in this ayah it is referring to both sexes. Look I was telling you before that zina is a continuous act. And here it says who have done this faisha. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا faisha, And those when they commit obscenity and or oppress their souls. They remember Allah. They remember Allah. Then they seek forgiveness for their guilts and sins, for guilts or sins. So what I was telling you in the beginning, whenever you are committing this act, whatever guilt enters in you, guilt enters you or sin enters you. Look, it says, it says they, they seek forgiveness for their sins, guilts. So Zanaba means, Zanaba means guilt. The moment you commit a sinful act of faisha or wrong their souls, guilt enters because we are built like this. 
the psyche of every human being is built by Allah. He is made in a manner that the moment you do wrong in the nearness of Allah, guilt enters in you. You may not read the Quran, but it enters in you. So that is why previously I was telling that the women who are compelled to do wrong act, the guilt will not enter in them. There will be no sin in their psyche. Because Allah is forgiving and merciful. But if you do it with your intention, the guilt will enter. And the sin will enter in you. This. So what happened now? They want to correct themselves. They remember Allah. They seek forgiveness for their sins. And who will forgive their forgive guilt sins except Allah? Who can? And they did not persist over. That means once they are asking for forgiveness, they will not keep on doing it the same thing. They will not. They did not persist over what they did, and they know it. This is the cure or solution of a person, man or woman, committing for uh, uh, faisha. Adultery or fornication, any act. So now you must remember this. They, the, 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 these people, these, this ayah is not re- referring to a addicted zani, addicted fornicator, addicted you know for, uh, fornicators. It is referring to any person who commits this act. He may not require this hundred strikes. He or she. Immediately what they have to do, remember Allah, seek Allah's forgiveness, and who can forgive the guilts of any human beings than Allah? And will not repeat, will not repeat again and again. They will not persist over. That is what I am saying, and, and what they did, and they know it. So again I am telling you, it is until you will not repeat, who repeats, because he is addicted. He is a danizani. He is a fornicator and fornicatress. This a person in this eye is a person who, who has committed this crime in the nearness of Allah. So the cure is in the ayat. You don't have to take hundred stripes, men and women both. But for those who get who are addicted, who who, are, who cannot get out of this mire, they, they are stuck up. So they require this punishment, and a believer should witness. And how to do it further? It says in one of the ayats. Uh, in Surah An-Kabut 29, Ayah 45. Utlu ma uhiya ilayka min al-kitab wa iqim al-salah inna al-salata tanha anil fa'ashai wal-munkar waladhikrullahi akbar wallahu ya'lamu ma tasna'oon Recite what is inspired to you from the book and establish salah, the prayer. Surely the salah prayer stops you from fahisha. Stops you from fahisha obscenity and from disguising and definitely the remembrance of Allah is greater and Allah knows what you manufacture. In this ayah, Allah is also telling the same thing that what is salah prayer? You see, and I have noticed, you see there are types of salah prayers in the Quran, I will not go into detail. You see, you come to know that you have, the, you have, you are misguided by the shaitan or the shaitan men and women, girl and boy, or men and women both, and you committed this crime, this faisha. So you will not repeat first, previously I have told you. Here it says you establish the salah. Surely the salah stops this act. How can salah 
prayer can stop you from committing this act. Because you remember those ayahs which are against, you have to, you have to understand why when we establish the salah, we remember the ayahs that are related to a particular situation. I was talking about the salah, the prayer. You see the salah, the prayer, normally the ayahs that are mentioned in the Quran that are referring to a particular subject or particular thing, you have to memorize that ayah especially. So that you can repeat that ayah to remember what, get consciousness of, from Allah's ayahs. Like in the same very ayah before I read, I read before, for example, in the salah, in the prayer, I want to re- read this ayah in the, after Surah Fatiha. I read this. First, now, I am reading this and those when they commit obscenity and I have committed obscenity or oppress their soul, so I have oppressed my soul. They remember Allah. I am in the salah and remembering Allah. And they seek forgiveness. In my mind, I am seeking forgiveness for the guilts that I have committed this act. And who can forgive Allah? Who can forgive ex- guilts except Allah? So I got that Allah can only forgive. And they did not persist. I am not repeating again uh, what they did and they know it. So this is how you memorize the ayat which is governing you. The situation is yours is that you are, have committed this act. So you after the salah in Surah Fatiha you remember this ayat and then you read this ayat so that it continuously governs your situation so that you may not fall again. Because the ayat says this. So this is how Allah says, Utluma, recite what is inspired to you from the book and establish salah prayer. Surely salah prayer stops you from obscenity and faisha. So how can you be stopped? Until you know the ayat from the Quranic ayahs. Because only guilt can go away. Allah forgives and Allah doesn't forgive. Until unless you recite in the ayahs and you make sure you don't repeat it. You do not repeat that situation and you start reciting the ayahs. So he cannot, he will forgive you and, and disguise. And definitely the remembrance of Allah is greater. So what I'm in this two ayahs, I'm trying to explain to you that the, if you have committed this act, Faisha, men and women, both, anyone, so now he must not persist over in committing continuously, otherwise he will be addicted and will be a zani. Then the hundred stripes is there. But if it's committed by mistake, so he remembers this ayah, and then recite in the Salah prayer and keep this five times a day prayers rolling and keep controlling your psyche so that you come out of that mire, that your guilt will go away. And this is how Allah forgives. And Allah forgives, remember this. Who can, Allah says, who can forgive sins or guilts except Allah? So when Allah forgives, the guilt will go away. If you want to know that Allah has forgiven you, you will not commit that act again and you will, you, there will be no guilt in you. But if you are committing that act again and again, Allah is not forgiving you. That's the nature of the forgiveness. Further, I say the same thing. Surah Nisa 4. Nisa 4 and 17. Innama tawbat tawbah. Tawbatu ala Allah. Lilladheena ya'maluna su'a bi jihala. Thumma yatubuna min qareeb. فَأُولَٰئِكَ يَتُوبُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ 
Surely to accept repentance is over Allah for those who do badness ill with ignorance then they repent from nearness so they are, they are those over whom Allah accept repentance and Allah is knower wise I will read further also Surah Nisa 4.18 وَلَيْسَتِ التَّوْبَةُ لِلَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ السَّيِّئَاتِ حَتَّى إِذَا حَضَرَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ قَالَ إِنِّي تُبْتُ الْآنِ وَلَلَّذِينَ يَمُوتُونَ وَهُمْ كُفَّارٌ and there is no acceptance of repentance for those who do badness ills until when death is present to any one of them. He says, surely now I repent. It is not for Allah to accept the repentance. Those who die and they were rejecters, they are those for whom we have prepared the painful punishment. So itself the ayat is self-explanatory that if I have committed a crime of faisha or obscenity, I repent soon, nearby, near, soon. And then I do not repeat. If I do repeat, the, the I this self-explain, if you re- keep on repeating, Allah does not accept the repentance and until the death comes to you, near the death is present, now you say, I forgive, I, Allah forgive me for my wrongdoings. You understand? So they say in the end you can say La ilaha Muhammad Rasulullah at the end of death Allah will forgive. Allah is not forgiving like that. Believe me. He expects you to correct in your lifetime. What is forgiveness in the end at the end of the day? All your life you keep on doing and doing anything what wrong you faisha and everything you keep on doing it and finally your death comes to you and now you say now I for- Allah forgive me now I know the truth now I know what is wrong so Allah is not Allah says he will not forgive believe me so I am telling you this is a clue that you want to know the guilt goes away the sin goes away and you do not repeat Allah has forgiven you you don't have to ask forgiveness of something which Allah has already forgiven you you can know this very easily if the, the, any faisha act or any act you have committed wrong you ask Allah and you establish the salah prayer, recite the ayah of that particular situation and do not repeat. There, there will be a time that that thing will go away from you and that power of the clutches of the shaitan will go away and you will feel relaxed. The thought and the thing will not come in your mind to do it again. If it is coming again and again, that means Allah is not forgiving you. And your salah is not stopping you from faisha or obscenity. Now I am just uh, closing down with an example of, of if you compare the crime committed between, between the women and men. You see in the Quran there are examples of the messengers and prophets and their wives. You see that is Surah 66, Tahreem and, and Ayah 10. ذَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُمْ رَآتَ وَمْرَآتَ لُوتُ كَانَتَا تَحْتَ عَبْدَيْنِ مِنْ عِبَادِنَا صَالِحَيْنِ فَخَانَتَهُمَا فَلَمْ يُغْنِيَا عَنْهُمَا مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا وَقِيلَتْ خُلَدْ نَارَ مَعَ الدَّاخِلِينَ Allah strikes an example for those who reject the wife of Nuh 
and the wife of Lut. From our servants, they both were under our two servants who correct themselves. Then they betrayed them, so they could not enrich in anything from Allah. And it was said, both of you enter the fire with those who enter. Now in this ayah just is an example to telling, to informing all of us that the, there were two, two messengers, Nuh al-Islam and Lut al-Islam and their wives. They both betrayed the messenger. So they betrayed and they were, not only this punishment, they betrayed in many aspects. But this aspect is involved, the discussion we are having of fahish and obscenity. That is why Lut al-Islam wife has the same punishment of the other, like with others. So one of the punishment is this, uh, one of this uh, sin is this, the guilt, and the others as well, they betrayed in all, all aspects to Nuh al-Islam and Lut al-Islam, the messenger of Allah, these two wives. So they were entered with those who do wrong in the fire. So two women, messenger's wife, they are not ordinary uh, wives of ordinary men, they are wives of messengers and they went and had this wrong Fayashana act. Then further the example is given for the believer for the believers is continuation Surah Tarim 16 11. And Allah strikes an example for those people who are believers, the wife of Pharaoh, the Pharaoh, when she said, my, my Lord, build for me a home in the garden near you and save me from the Pharaoh and his work and save me from the people who are oppressors. Now, any woman, there is a... This is all women are not wrong, all men are not wrong. So now here this woman is a wife of Firaun. He is wrong in all aspects. But she is a wife of Firaun. She is asking Allah to build for her a home in the garden near you and save me from Firaun. Firaun and, and his works. So that means a woman can be a wife of a very wrong man, but still she can have good pleasures of Allah by correcting herself, by right, doing right things. So it is not that a woman says that I am helpless, and my husband is not like this and I am this and I cannot correct myself. This, is, this, one, this excuse is not good enough in the nearness of Allah. Any wife of any bad man can be righteous in the nearness of Allah if she intends to do so. Similarly, a person who is doing right works in the nearness of Allah, right works in the nearness of Allah, and his wives are corrupt or doing wrong things. So, you, you, you know, he cannot say, what happened? People are saying, what about the, these guys who are rich people and their wives are flooding around? So, it doesn't affect, you know, the Quran is individual, you know, you have to be individual. Remember, you are individual. You came alone, you die alone. There are relations that doesn't mean if you are right, your son is right, your wife is right, or, or the husband is right, or the daughter is right, and this, this, everything will be right. You can be right only by your own self in the nearness of Allah. And you can be wrong by your own self. You can't blame to your father or mother or brother or sister or daughter. You have to do be right in the nearness of Allah yourself. So this is why the example is given. Even if you, Firon's wife, Firon was wrong in the nearness of Allah, but still... She asked for building a house in the garden and she, was, she, helped, 
she she and asking from the works of the Firaun and the first of save save her from Firaun and his work and also save her from the people who are oppressors zalimin so any person who who can be right in the nearness of Allah can do so they cannot even you can't put the blame of shaitan on the day of judgment he's with you in the fire he, his, his job is only to invite you believe me the shaitan job is to invite you that is all once you are invited and you act upon the guilt comes in shaitan is gone <laughs> you are committed so you have do you say i have done wrong i have done you say the shaitan made me and shaitan you have to be accounted for your actions you can't put the blame on the shaitan also then there is a good example of Maryam, peace be upon her. Tarim 66 and wa Maryam abnata imruana lati asad farjaha fanafakna fihi mirruhina wa sobdaqat bi kalimati rabbiha wa kutubi wa kanat minal qanitin. And Maryam married the daughter of Imran who fortified, it, fortified, guarded her gap private part and we breathed into it. That is her private part and of our ruh spirit and she was truthful with the words of our Lord and his books and was, was from the devotees. So this is again, again an example of the daughter of Imran that is Maryam peace be upon her. She, she had protected or guarded her private part and Allah breathed into her into it the spirit of Allah kun fayakun and she was truthful for, of the words which was given to her. Whatever Allah spoke to her she was truthful on those words and the books and she was from the devotees so Maryam peace be upon her is also an example of a righteous woman she guarded herself her, her private part that she did not commit any fire or adultery so what I am trying to write, explaining these ayahs that there are women like Luther Samnu's wife and there is women like this she like she and look at one more about Malka Saba Surah An Amal 27 Ayah 44 And she Queen of Saba said Oh my Lord surely I have oppressed my soul self psyche and I have submitted with Sulaiman for Allah the Lord of the worlds So this, these were the examples to show to you that in the Quran there are good women like Maryam peace be upon her Suleiman's uh, Malka Sabah the queen of Sabah or she was also a good woman and <coughs> Firon's wife but at the same time Lut al-Islam's wife Lu al-Islam's wife and Aziz's wife but Aziz's wife did not commit the act remember this she attempted but she was not successful. That means that means she was not committed the act. It was just an order she wanted to attempt. She had made an attempt, but she did not commit the faisha. But the verse was read by me for to tell you that that, that this problem is has uh, was by the woman. Now, in the end, I just want to read uh, the the uh, there is a specific uh, deal between the prophet and the woman, believing woman. You will not find this deal among between the prophet and men. This is only one ayah, which is educating us that Allah is asking the prophet 
to deal with the, to have a deal with the woman believing woman and they are victimized by committing this crime though these crimes are committed by men and women both the the, the narration that i'm going to read but the deal is specifically is mentioned with the believing woman and it is surah al mumtahinna 60 and ayah 12 ya ayun nabiyyu idha jaakal mu'minat yubayyi'naka ala alla yushrikna billahi shay'a wala yasriqna wala yazneen wala yaqtulna auladahunna wala ya'tina bi buhtani yaftarinahu bayna aydihinna wa arjulihinna wala ya'sinaka fi ma'ruf fabayi'ahunna wastaghfir lahunna allah inna allah ghafurur rahim o prophet when believing woman comes to you to have a deal with you over that they will not associate anything with allah and they will not steal and they will not commit adultery fornication they will not commit uh, they will not kill their children and they will not come with a slander a false charge inventing for that which is between their hands and legs and they will not disobey you in that which is known acknowledge then have a deal with them and from allah seek forgiveness for them surely allah is forgiving merciful now the 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 things that the points that are in this ayah every man is also committing the same crime you understand what i'm saying like for example it says number 1 that they will not associate anything with allah it's a deal going on between the prophet and the believing woman they will not associate anything with allah do not men associate with allah of course they do but in the whole quran this ayah the, 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 in the whole quran both are addressed most in the quran both sexes male and female yani men and women both but here specifically is again mentioned with with women they will not associate anything with allah number one they will not steal men are also stealing it's a general ayah in the quran with men and women both but here specifically it says they will not steal and the further said they will not commit adultery fornication and they will not kill their children and they will not come with a slander a false charge inventing for that which is between their hands and legs and they will not disobey you the prophet in that which is known and acknowledged then have a deal with them why with women this five six points why specifically allah is saying to the prophet to have a deal with believing women not an ordinary women because they are likely to commit these mistakes remember this they are likely to commit these mistakes in compared to men these five six points is specifically mentioned with believing women who believes in the ayas who understand the ayas out of ignorance means that knowingly they went did it wrong believe doesn't means that you cannot do wrong you see you must understand believe i believe allah i believe the ayas i believe the essence i might do wrong of course everybody can do wrong but people think believers are right you know when say i am a believer mashallah alhamdulillah i am a believer i am all right 
What all right? Women and men both. It is a continuous struggle till the day of judgment. Then when you enter the garden, then you know that you were right. Not by just one, one ayah or one phrase, I'm a Muslim, I'm a believer, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Mashallah, and doing all the wrong and thing, Alhamdulillah, Mashallah. It's a continuous ongoing process that you struggle all your life to have that garden on the day of judgment. When you are entered in the garden on that day, then you can think, Alhamdulillah, Mashallah, Allah has blessed me for this work that I did in this world. So that is what I'm saying. So Allah says, oh, take this believing woman, they are like this, they may commit these mistakes, so don't throw them out from the, 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 the believing category. They will remain believers. But they did mistakes. These are all mistakes in the Quran for them. They might do this mistake as a believing woman. So Allah said, have a deal with them. That they will not they will do this and they will not do this and they will not do this. And if they agree to it, and they will not disobey you, then have a deal with them and ask for their forgiveness to what they have done wrong. And also, especially the Aziz wife who confessed that she had attempted on Yusuf al-Islam and she confessed and then asked for Allah's forgiveness is mentioned in the Quranic ayat. And Yusuf al-Islam also, there's a prayer of Yusuf al-Islam where he is uh, asking Allah to, to, to safeguard him from the evil intention or whatever. Now, first of all, Surah Yusuf 12 and Ayah 52 and 53. Further, <laughs> say, she says, وَمَا أُبَدِيُ نَفْسِي إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ that is for him to know that that is Aziz mighty her husband to know that surely I did not betray him with the absent and surely Allah does not guide the machination intrigue of the betrayers and further she says I do not acquit free from my soul Surely the soul definitely orders with badness. Except what my Lord in mercy. Surely my Lord is forgiving, merciful. In this ayah, you have, we have to understand that she, first of all, she, uh, she is confessing, confessing that she did not betray the husband. She did not in the true sense betray the husband, except she attempted. That's her mistake. But she, since she was not successful because the messenger Yusuf al-Assam, Allah has turned him away from the design of the, uh, this, uh, her, her design. So she says, I did not betray him with the absent and surely Allah does not guide the machinations. What is the meaning of machination is very important here. You see, machinate means to devise artfully with the evil intent or the purpose. Plots, trickery, crafty dealing, manipulation, cheating, deceitful, tragedy, illicit love affair. All this comes under the meanings of machinate or machination. This is uh, or intrigue. So she says, surely Allah does not guide the machination intrigue. 
of the betrayers who are khayana, they, they are untrustful people. So she, she is admitting that she attempted with all this, you know, the words she has used, and Allah says that mostly Allah does not uh, guide to these who do this. So this is basically the meaning of machination. I have told you that this is all for the evil. Intent is evil. The result is evil. Wrong. And that is planning and plotting and deceit and everything and cheating. That is the problem with women. And further she says, I do not acquit free from my soul. Surely the soul definitely orders with badness. Except what my Lord did mercy, surely my Lord is forgiving merciful. Now this is also important here that she is committed agreeing that I do not equate free from my soul. Surely the soul orders badness. So in the people's personality, the soul, the nafs, the psyche, there is a desire of doing wrong. It orders you. It compels you to do wrong. So she's agreeing that, I agree that she, she did attempt, she's agreeing to that. I do not quit free from my soul. Surely my soul, the soul definitely orders to do wrong with badness. At the same time, Illama Rahima Rabbi, except that Allah did mercy on her, that she was not successful. Because Yusuf Islam, Allah had made Yusuf Islam give the knowledge Yusuf Islam, he was a messenger of the Prophet. So that is how except what Allah, my Lord did mercy. So I was, what I, this, this ayats are very important to understand that she did attempt but she was successful and then she's asking Allah did mercy on her. So we must know that we might do mistakes, we might come into this category but until Allah, did mer- Allah does mercy on us, we will be lost. That is for sure, we are, we are lost people then. And similarly in the further ayahs, Yusuf al-Islam, what he says, Surah Yusuf 12 and Ayah 33 قَالَ رَبِّ السِّجْنُ أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا يَدْعُونَنِي إِلَيْهِ وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدَهُنَّ أَصْبُ إِلَيْهِنَّ وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْجَاهِلِينَ He said, Yusuf said, O oh my Lord, the jail is more lovable to me from what they invite me to it except you turn away their machination, machination intrigue I will incline to youthful pleasures towards them and I will be from the ignorant ones. Again, machinate means to devise artfully with the evil purpose, plots, trickery, crafty dealing, manipulation, cheating, deceitful strategy, illicit love affair. This all women are experts of it. Astaghfirullah. They are. So that is what he says. Oh, Yusuf said, Oh my Lord, the jail is more. It's not only relationship of Faisha, it is everything they keep on planning. What's going around, what do we have to do? And the intent, the result is evil purpose. The result is evil purpose. Plot, strictly crafty dealing, manipulation, cheating, deceitful strategy. They are doing it. So, Astaghfirullah, the ayah says this. I am not saying it, believe me. Who am I? I am a victim of all these, I have to believe in the ayahs. So I am not blaming all the women like this, but the question, I, I told you, 
Malka Saba is not like this. Maryam Bibi, Hazrat Maryam, please be upon her, not like this. There are many believing good women also. We are not ruling out, ruling, including everybody. But we must understand the basic psyche is with the woman class. They are, that is why they are good politicians. That is why Malka Saba was a ruler of the, of the, of the world. So to say. She, she, they know how to play. You can play nice also. But if your intent is evil, they know how to do it. And believe me, women say, look, you have, don't, don't disturb me. I am warning you, you have not seen my other woman. Husband, be, be, be watchful. If I intend to, remember, don't touch me. If I come to my womanhood, you will be problem. So watch out. So Yusuf Islam said, Oh my Lord, the jail is more lovable to me from what they invite me to it, except you turn away their machination. Except Allah turns away their machination intrigue, I will incline to youthful pleasure towards them and I will be from the ignorant ones. Imagine, Yusuf Islam, the messenger of Allah, the prophet of Allah, asking Allah to, 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 uh, Turn away this machination of the intrigues of the women, otherwise I'll be inclined. So I end this lecture of mine by this last ayah, Surah Al Imran 3, 193 and 194. Rabbana Rabbana faqfilana dhunubana wa kafir anna sayyatina wa tawafana malabrar. Rabbana wa atina ma wa'ata rasulik wa la tukhzina yawm al-qiyamah innaka la tukhliful mi'ad O our Lord, surely we have listened to the caller calling for belief that believe with your Lord so we believed O our Lord, then forgive for us our guilt, sins and cover about us our badness, ills and complete our lies with the righteous. O our Lord, give us what you promise us over your messengers, and do, you do not disgrace us on the day of resurrection. Surely you do not defer the promise. Now, you see, in the beginning I told you, Dhamb is in this eye, Zunubana. Look at the word Zunubana and Sayyatina. Both two words have occurred. Zunub is our sins and guilts and sayyad are badness and ills. These two occurs when we are involved in this act which I was discussing the whole lecture. The, that is the road to this, this zunub. Zunub means guilts. The moment you are willfully committing a night, it, a zunub enters you. You get, become guilty and sinful. And then you become bad. So you are asking Allah what? First of all, you have to forbid what you have been doing wrong. You have to you have to amend yourself. You have to categorize that I will not commit this act again. Then you will recite in the salah the prayer. The prayer. And then you ask this dua, Rabbana innana sami'na munadiyan yunadil iman. Oh our Lord, surely we believe. The caller calling for belief. That believe with your Lord. So we believed. So we believe. Oh Lord, then forgive for us. Rabbana faqfilana. Forgive for us. What? Dhunubana. Our guilts and sins. That is our guilts, sins. It is stuck up in our psyche. 
And he doesn't, I told you, he doesn't forgive if you keep on doing it. That is, the, we have explained, I have told you. So after stopping that, you ask Allah, that is why you say, if I, if I keep on doing, and I reciting, Rabbana, Fakfil Lana, Dunubana, what will happen? Nothing. You have to stop. Salah stops you from obscenity and faisha. We know this. So you will not repeat, Allah does not listen to to accept the repentance if you keep on doing, you do not persist over it. You must remember all these lectures that I have delivered that we have to stop how to amend also. And if you are addicted, then you have a punishment in front of the believers, hundred stripes. If you have become addicted to zina and zani, if you are addicted to fornication, but if you have done commit mistake, Faisha Allah has told you, remember Allah, reside in the salah. So here it says, after doing all this, you say, Aminu bi Rabbikum, we believe. Fa'amanna, we believe. Rabbana, fa'fillana, O our Lord, forgive for us, Zunubana, our guilts and our sins. This guilts and sins cannot go away until Allah He forgives you. Who can forgive except Allah? So that sin can be forgiven. I am telling you again and again. Until if you do not repeat again and again, it will be forgiven. But you stick by to that, you will never be forgiven. You will, until you, you are destroyed, destroyed completely yourself. And وَكَفَّرْ عَنَّا سَيَّاتِنَا And cover our badness and ills. When the sin has occurred in our psyche and self, then we become bad people, bad person. Because the first asabila, and it is a way for badness. So we keep on if I intend involve go near to Zina and Faisha, then I become bad person. It's a way to badness. So that is why he says, Rabbana Fafilana a cover our faults is not false, it's badness that bad I am become. You cover our badness from us. From us, so that become, we become good. Guilt should go away and badness will go away until you stop what you are doing it. If you do not stop, you keep on reciting the ayahs in the Arabic text, even in trust, you memorize the whole book, Quran, and recite them in the salah, the prayer, and you don't mean anything, anything, it will not affect you, it will not stop you from obscenity and faisha. That is what is important. That is why and وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيَّاتِنَا And badness is and complete our lives وَتَوَفَّانَ مَا الْأَبْرَارِ And complete our lives with those who are righteous. That is the complete dua. And then you are asking that you must die. Remember وَتَوَفَّانَ مَا الْأَبْرَارِ is important. وَتَوَفَّانَ مَا الْأَبْرَارِ That we must complete our life with the righteous. That means a person when I'm, 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 when I'm going to die, the same moment how many I'm dying with corrupt people, or I am dying with the righteous people. This is very important. People are dying every moment of life. People are born any mo- every moment of life. That is very important. Even the death, he says, that complete my life with the righteous people. Like the righteous people have lived their lives, you also complete my life with the righteous people. <clears throat> and further, the, all the message that we get from the Quranic ayahs, the messengers we get, from the Quran, there are many messengers are mentioned. So he says further, Rabbana wa atina ma wa O our Lord, give us what you promise us over your messengers. 
the message that we are getting is via messengers every ayat that is in the Quran Yusuf is mentioned Musa is mentioned Ibrahim is mentioned Nuhal is mentioned Muhammad is mentioned Isa is mentioned Jesus is mentioned so all the messengers that, that convey the message so if we follow them we must know that it is coming from Allah so that is why you promise us over your messenger whatever you promise through messengers to us the promise is with us through the messengers. If I listen to the ayat, what Musa Islam said, what Isa Islam said, what Ibrahim Islam said, or Nuhal Islam said in the ayahs, I am the people. So I have to follow. So it is a promise of, of, of Allah over, over them through, through the messengers. We are getting this message. So that is what it says, our Lord give us what you promise us over your messengers and you do not disgrace us on the day of judgment. And surely you do not defer the promise. Whatever you have promised through the messengers, we, we, we know that you do not go against your uh, promise. And you do not, we do not discuss on the day of judgment that we will punish. So I end this lecture. We have heard that as mentioned in Quran, Yusuf, peace be upon him, was a very handsome man. That when the women saw him, they cut their hands. Why? Why they did it and what is the lesson in it? Can you please clarify? Okay. Uh, the question is, uh, we all of us know, the, 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 in the, in the, I was talking about Yusuf al-Islam and Aziz's wife. Uh, she was also wanted to entice him. So, you know, there, there's a big story going on that Yusuf al-Islam was a very handsome person, handsome man, to an extent that the woman cut off their hands. So your question is, what actually happened and what is the lesson? So for that you have to open, uh, and you can note out the reference, I will read it for you, in Surah, Surah Yusuf 12, 30, 31, 51. وَقَالَ نِسْفَةٌ فِي تُرَاوِدُ فَتَحَا عَن نَفْسِهِ قَدْ شَغَفَا حُبَّا إِنَّا لَنَرَاهَا فِي ضَلَالِ مُبِينَ And women of the city said, the wife of Aziz mighty wanted to explore her youth about his self. The, the, when they heard this about Yusuf al-Islam and Aziz's wife, they said something. Listen to me very, very carefully. The woman said, that, that the Aziz wife wanted to explore her youth, that young man, about himself. They said this. All is this, Madina city women are saying this. And further they said, without doubt, he, Yusuf, infatuated her in love. Qad shagafaha hubba. Qad shagafaha hubba means that Yusuf al-Islam had infatuated her, that is Aziz's wife. And further they said, surely we see her, that is Aziz's wife, in a clear strain. So my, everybody, I'm going to ask everybody here in the hall, you must be listening to, listen to me very carefully. All these women of the Medina or city, they said some two, three things. One, one they said that the Aziz's wife is wanting to explore her youth, her youth, who was in his house, 
her house, who was in her house. Is that true or false? Come on, say loudly, please. It is true that she was attempted to do so. Then further he said, without qad shagafa hubba, and without doubt, Yusuf had infected her in love. Is that true or false? This is the nature of the woman to hide the woman's weakness. She, they know that she is intent. She is uh, that, that Yusuf Aziz's wife was trying to explore her. But at the same time, they said it is Yusuf had made her do do so. He made without doubt he had infected her in love. This is you must is true or false? It is false that Yusuf al-Islam did not infatuated her in love. Then surely we see her in clear strain. Is it true? They saw that she, that Aziz's wife is in clear strain. Is it true? True. Good. Now what happens? The further ayahs. Now she wanted to prove to the woman when she heard this that the women are talking about me and Yusuf al-Islam what she wanted to prove she had committed this act this was she had admitted also but the women what they were talking what they were talking was not right come on what, what was that she, they were not talking what was not right in that sentences that Yusuf that Yusuf infatuated her in love it is Yusuf infatuated her in love she didn't like this because she knew that she was not like that who Yusuf al-Islam she knew because she attempted but because she, he did not in, got involved so she knew that she, he was not like that but the women were talking like this so she arranged a banquet not a banquet but watch what happened Surah Yusuf 1231 arsat ilayhinna وَعَتَدَتْ لَهُنَّ مُتَّقَعَ وَآتَتْ كُلَّ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْهُنَّ سِكِّينًا وَقَالَتِ اخْرُجْ عَلَيْهِنَّ فَلَمَّا رَأَيْنَهُ أَكْبَنَّهُ وَقَطَعْنَا أَيْدِيَهُنَّ وَقُلْنَا حَاشَ لِلَّهِ مَا هَذَا بَشَرٍ إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا مَلَكٌ, ملكٌ كَرِيمٌ So when she heard their planning, who? She, Aziz's wife heard what they were talking, what they were planning, what they were saying about Yusuf al-Islam and her. About her she was right. They were right there, whatever she was talking about her. But about Yusuf al she did not like it. Because he was not like that. So when she heard their planning, she sent towards them, she prepared a couch, sofa for them. She called all these, in other words, in my words, she called all these women who were talking about Yusuf al-Islam, and, and arrange a sofa for them. Sit down, have comfortable. She gave a knife to everyone from, the, from them. She gave a knife to everyone from them. Now this is an, a mention in the Quran, وَأَتَتْ كُلَّ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْهُنَّ سِكِّينَ Now you must understand in Arabic and in English and in Urdu, there are times when a word is used which means literally. You understand this? And there are times the word is used in Arabic, which means in English and Arabic and, and other languages, where it doesn't mean literally. 
for example these are my hands can you see my hands so now i did i refer to psychological hands or physical hands physical hands but if somebody says that if someone there is a hidden hand behind me what would you understand hidden hand does not mean here uh, physical you understand you follow what i am saying similarly a knife is used psychologically and physically what is using a physical knife physical knife and psychological knife in psychology if you look at the word knife in dictionaries it says he he and a knife is under the knife in surgery undergoing an operation he is under a knife going and uh, 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 when you have to say that man is going under surgery you say he is under knife so that means doctor is not standing on him on with a knife so that knife doesn't mean a real knife the ship knife through the heavy seas ship knife through the heavy seas you understand this that doesn't mean that the, the ship there's a knife you have to put the knife in the seas the ship is already knifing to the seas so now if we just for a moment just think then where she gave a knife to everyone from them what she intended to the meaning of a uh, meaning of knife means i will read it to you from which is mentioned the dictionaries attempt to defeat or undermine in a secret underhanded way that is the meaning of a knife in a spiritual sense in a psychological sense figurative speech i repeat again attempted to defeat or undermine in a secret underhanded way you understand this meaning of knife the meaning of knife i am reading what is attempted to defeat or undermine in a secret or underhanded way what she she put the couches couches and everything for and she gave a knife to what does it mean underhandedly she wanted to defeat the woman under what 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 for what is the defeat what what is that uh, she wanted to defeat for what was that that she wanted to defeat the false charge very good the false charge that they had made but she wanted to do it in a secret manner that they they could not understand this woman this is the i tell you this is the artful of women so so what she gave a knife to everyone from them means that she wanted to give every woman a knife that means she wanted to attempt to defeat or she undermine in a secret underhanded manner and look what happens and she said to yusuf come out over them so when they saw him in the arabic is waqalit khuruj alayhinna when he came over them falamma ra'aynahu when they saw him akbar nahu akbar nahu akbar you know word arabic word akbar allahu akbar ha great when these women saw yusuf al-islam you remember what they had said about yusuf al-islam remember this what they had said what they had said you must not forget what they had said that he has infatuated her when they saw yusuf al-islam they saw him and they greeted him he is a great person in what 
You read further. It says, وَقُلْنَا حَاشَ لِلَّهِ Allah forbid us what we have said. مَا هَذَا بَشَى He is not a human. إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا مَلَكٌ كَرِيمٌ He is an angel. I am just sitting there. He, they said, وَقُلْنَا حَاشَ لِلَّهِ Allah forbid us. About for what? For what they had already said. For what they had already said. What they had said that it is Yusuf who has in, uh, infected her. So basically they did not cut off physically hands. It was they cut off the hands by what we have said about this person. He is the messenger of God. They greeted him and they, he cannot be human. He is an angel. And Allah forbid us what, for what we have said. So actually the cutting of hands is not physical. It is what they have said. And this is what the woman planned. Who? Aziz's wife. By giving the knife to them. You are putting a charge on him. This is giving a knife to them. Not physical knife. It is giving a knife to defeat them for what they have said about Yusuf al-Islam. To defeat them. It is not mentioned that he was a very handsome man. And by women looking at this. I am reading the Arabic. فَلَمَّا رَعِيْنَهُ When they saw him. أَكْبَنَّهُ They greatened him. They make him great. وَقَفَعَنَا أَيْدِيَهُنَّ And they cut off their hands. And say, وَقُلْنَا حَاشَ لِلَّهِ Oh, and they said, Allah forbid us. Of for what? What they've already said. مَا هَذَا بَشَرِ He is not a human. إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا مَلَكٌ كَرِينَ Surely he is not except an angel. What? So do you understand now? What is cutting of hands? It is not a physical. And further, I, you know what? Then when Yusuf was someone in the jail, and you know here, you know it is. You know why? You just think of on that, because to attempt this kind of relation with a messenger, it is next to impossible for any woman. Because all these women said, "Forbid us for what we can't think of this." He's a, he's an angel. He's great in personality. But because this Aziz wife in front of him he grew. For her it was easy to attempt on him. But for other women, they saw him. They greeted him. And they said, this is, he is not a human. He is an angel. Hmm? Honorable angel. Honorable, respectable, honorable angel. So by this they cut off their hands. And now, what happened in the, in the, in the king? In the, in the narration, I am just telling, I am giving a few points. In the narration, the king arranged... King, ask, king is asking this woman. Now king is, excuse me, king is making the same charge, putting the same charge on these women. This word, I will read this ayah, the king is putting the same charge over these all women, the same charge what Aziz's wife did it. Aziz's wife did what? She wanted to explore him. Right? Now what happened? Look, it says the king قَالَ مَا خَطْبُكُنَا إِذْ رَاوَدَتُنَّا يُوسُفَ عَنْ نَفْسِهِ قُلْنَا حَاشَ لِلَّهِ مَا عَلِمْنَا عَلَيْهِ مِنْ سُوْ قَالَتِ امْرَاتُ الْعَزِيزِ الْآنَ حَسَ الْحَقِ أَنَا رَاوَدْتُهُ عَنْ نَفْسِهِ وَإِنَّهُ لَمِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ He, the king said to the woman what was your concern when you explored, you explored Yusuf about himself? 
you want to explore Yusuf about yourself? If suppose all these women had the same feeling was Yusuf al-Islam's Aziz wife had, you know, Aziz wife, whatever the feelings that Aziz wife had, the same woman, they were, they, they were all, all the same way, in the same way. That is why they physically they might have cut off the hands. But the king said, what was your woman, all of you women, your concern when you wanted to explore Yusuf about himself? They said, Allah forbid us. Allah forbid us for us to think in that manner even. We cannot think like this. And we do not found any badness ill over him. We do not find Yusuf like that, what we have said about him. That he infatuated her. Now, when the wife of Aziz mighty said, now the truth is manifest, come to light, it was I wanted to explore about his self and surely he was from the truthful ones. This, I am reading the translation and you get the message. That she, she admitted that it was I who wanted to explore Yusuf. And all the women disagreed because they did not have that same feelings. If they had the feelings, they would have not said, Allah forbid us. He, we don't find fault in him. We, he, there is no badness in him. So they did not physically cut off the hand, they cut off the hands psychologically to what they have said about a personality who was a messenger of God, a great person. They greatened him. That is what Akbar Nahu, Falamma, when they saw him, they greatened him and they say he is not a human but a, an angel honorable. So ladies and gentlemen, he did not, Yusuf al-Assam, this is a wrong narration going on in the world. That he was a very handsome man, all the women flip on him. The same way that Aziz's wife did it. In the Quran it is exactly opposite. I hope you people understand what is the cut of, cutting of the hands is. Yes, please. Assalamualaikum. My name is Dr. Hira Iqbal. I want to ask you a question about, uh, as you mentioned in Surah Nisa, about the witnesses. I want to ask that uh, is the witness, four witnesses are for eyewitnesses there or they are the witness of evidence? Okay. You see, in the, in, in the Quran, in the, normally the problem is the, whenever the Quran speaks about witnesses, so they expect it, there should be an eyewitness for doing committing a crime. You see, in Arabic also, Ayn al-Shahada. Ayn al-Shahada. Have you heard this word before in Arabic? Ayn al-Shahada means eyewitness. Eyewitness means Ayn al-Shahada. And their witness is just, just a witness means a witness. Doesn't mean Ayn al-Shahada or eyewitness. Just means witness. So her question is that in the four witnesses that are recall, uh, called for, are they eyewitnesses or the witness of evidence? You see, in the same Surah Yusuf is a very interesting and very explanatory Surah. When there was a, this kind of act was going on when Yusuf al-Islam and Aziz's wife was entangling or she was... So what happened, the narration, if you read the narration in the Surah Yusuf, we know all that it was Aziz's wife who wanted to take explore Yusuf al-Islam. I will read the same example to explain to you what witness you will take here. Is it, he was an eyewitness or he was witness of evidence. You see in the Quran, 
Surah Yusuf 12 and Ayah 25, you can note down 25, 26 and 27. And they both Yusuf and wife of Aziz mighty race each other to the door. When she called her, she raced to the, after Yusuf to the door and she torn from the back of his shirt. They both found her master or the husband near the door. She said, what is the reward who wanted to explore your family, your wife with badness, ill, except, what is, except that is imprisoned or a painful punishment. You know, when, when she asked her to come, so Yusuf, so Yusuf al-Islam raced to the door and she also raced but he was fast so he caught hold of her from the back and the shirt was torn and at the same time her husband was there her husband was there and she immediately said what is the punishment of the person who intent like this is a jail or a painful punishment she did not, she just said that he, he intended to do so. You understand this? So now further, further, He, Yusuf said, that she wanted to explore me. Yusuf al-Islam is speaking the truth. She wanted to explore me about myself. And a witness bore witness, your question, a witness bore witness from her family if his shirt is being torn from the front, she is truthful and he is from the liars. And if his shirt is being torn from the back, then she lied and he was from the truthful ones. Is it an eyewitness? It's a witness of evidence. So any commit, any kind of cisphysh or adultery or fornication, normally we do not bring eyewitnesses. It is always you have to use evidence of witnesses of evidence. So they use an argument. They, nobody saw what happened inside. So the, the one of the family, the Quran is explaining you what, how to establish a witness. It's a logical, a witness of evidence is being used in this ayahs. That what happened, you find out. And the same is you read Surah Yusuf 12, So when the, her master, when, when he the master, the husband, saw his shirt being torn from the back, he said, surely it is from your machination intrigue. Surely your machination intrigue are great. Now, now, the evidence was established that the shirt was torn from the back and now she, she had to admit. So the husband knew that she was, inter- she was interested. And now he says, Yusuf Arid and Hada, Vastaghfiri lidambik, innaki kunti minal khatiin. O Yusuf, avoid about this incident. O wife, you see forgiveness for your guilt sin. Surely you were from the ones who commit mistakes. Now this whole narration I am reading, reading to establish this, 
that in the Quran you can see the witnesses of evidence by using logic and reason. And in this world also, there are times where you don't have an eyewitness, but the witness of evidences are used. So nowadays the science is, has developed so much that any incident that can take place of, of, of fire or adultery and fornication, there you can use many evidences, you can collect many evidences to establish the point who was the who was doing wrong and what was going on. So in the Quran, the four witnesses, people think you must have four eyewitnesses for that. It's a wrong concept at all. No, because if it would have been eyewitnesses, it would be Aini Shahada. Ain in Arabic means I. Aini Shahada means there are in the Arabic terms where it is Aini Shahada, means eyewitness. The Quran doesn't speak about Aini Shahada, it says witnesses. It doesn't speak about Aini Shahada, eyewitness. Assalamualaikum. Uh, could you please tell me that how the husband can prevent his wife for committing adultery? How the husband? Can prevent his wife. Okay, how the husband can prevent his wife by committing adultery? It is a very difficult question. There is mentioning in the Quran, uh, in Surah Nisa 434, but you see, actually, not exactly even, but there are steps written down in the Quran how to uh, prevent your wife, but if she is really, if she can commit also, that's what the Quran says, but you can do these uh, principles. Surah 4 Nisa 34, I الرِّجَالُ قَوَّامُونَ لِلنِّسَاءِ بِمَا فَضَّلَ اللَّهُ بَعْضَهُمْ عَلَى بَعْضٍ وَبِمَا أَنْفَقُوا مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ فَالصَّالِحَاتُ قَانِتَاتٌ حَافِظَاتٌ لِلْغَيْبِ مَا حَفِظَ اللَّهُ وَاللَّاتِي تَخَافُونَ نُشُوزَهُنَّ فَعِزُوهُنَّ وَاهْجُرُوهُنَّ فِي الْمَضَاجِعِ وَاضْرِبُوهُنَّ فَإِنْ طَعَنَكُمْ فَلَا تَبْغُوا عَلَيْهِنَّ سَبِيلًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلِيًّا كَبِيرًا Men are those who take a stand over women with what Allah has given the bounty to any one of them over the other and with what they spend from their wealth. So women are those who amend correct, who are devout and they preserve for the absent with what Allah has preserved. And those women whom you fear and those women whom you fear of jarring an emotional shock then sermon them and abandon them in beds and strike them. So if they obey you, then do not seek over them away. Surely Allah is high and great. Now I will not go into detail. The, the point is that the woman whom you fear of jarring an emotional shock and any man who can get an emotional the biggest emotional shock of a man, a husband is that a wife has gone out with some other man. So that is what Allah says. And those women whom you fear of emotional shock what you have to do, sermon them. That doesn't mean she has committed adultery. No, it's prevention. You fear that she might commit extramarital affair or adultery. Then Allah says, those women whom you fear of jarring an emotional shock, sermon them. Number one, separate them from their beds. Number two, and strike them. And if they weigh you, then do not seek away. Now the question is that the, this is a prevention for them, you must look into it. But mostly people are ignorant. First of all, they don't sermon them. Do not de they do not detach them from the beds. And they, they might strike them from their own willful, you know, egos. But the Quran is telling you how to tackle the wife. You have to keep on sermoning them by the ayahs of Allah, reminding them 
what's going wrong in their psyche. Then you don't have to share their beds with them and then strike them. This is a mention in the Quran how a husband have to should have relationship with their wife if the fear uh, uh, is occurred in their mind that they might give you an emotional shock and that is extramarital affair. So this is what in the Quran says how to do so. Yeah, Assalamu Can a woman be a single witness to any incidents? And for example, if a woman is raped and she is the only witness, then is her testimony um, sufficient for indictment of the criminal? Okay, the question is that any single woman, you see the problem is arose because of the fact that the, the Quran speaks about about uh, a contract in the Quran is mentioned and there, 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 there is no basically in the Quran there is no, to an incident to an incident or to an event to any incident or to any event there is no one male as a witness mentioned that one male can be a witness in a contract otherwise a male can be a witness of any incident I, I can be a witness of any incident and I witness woman can be a witness and I witness of any incident but in the Quran there is a specific thing written down if you want to have a deal between anything by business contract, marriage contract, any contract where written down is mentioned there is no mentioning that a one male signs it and it's, it's a legal document anywhere so if you look in the Quran and Surah that's where it says about Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and 282 is the big ayah the biggest ayah of the Quran is this ayah I will not go into detail, I just want to make a point that any written document, any judgment or written document you want to sign in, there is no single male witness allowed on that document in the book of God. No male or no female. So Allah gives us, I will read portions of that ayah. For example, Surah Baqarah 2, 282. Oh, you believe when you attain or reach a judgment among each other with a judgment towards a fixed period of time, write it down. If there are like a marriage contract, write it down. If there is a business contract, write it down. Any kind of contract you reach a judgment that we have agreed upon, then write it down. And on that document is Allah says, وَشْتَشْهِدُوا شَهِدَيْنِ مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ فَإِلَّمْ يَكُونَ رَجُلَيْنِ فَرَجُلٌ وَمْرَطَانِ مِمَّنْ تَرَضَوْنَ مِنَ الشُّهَدَاءِ أَنْ تَضِلَّ إِحْدَاهُمَا فَتُذَكِّرَ إِحْدَاهُمَا الْأُخْرَى There are two witnesses from your men. If there are no two men, then take one man and two women from among the witnesses. You are pleased. If the one of the women estrays, then other reminds her. Now, in this ayat, if you come to a judgment and you write it down and on the writing you cannot take one man as a witness can on a document a man single man can be a witness no you require two men so where about one woman you see you see there is there is no, on that document no one man can be a witness there must be two men or one man, female and two females the one man so what i am trying to say in the, in the written documents, any document, written document, you come to a judgment and you write it down, on that no one male witness is allowed. You have to have two men witnesses, not one man. 
So I have already written document, one man is not allowed, no one woman is allowed. You have to have two men, that is a uh, way of doing it. Or if you don't find two men, then one man and two, two women in a written document. But now the question is, if there is any incident going on, your question is, if any incident, can a single female be a witness? A woman can be a witness? Of course she can. Like for example, <clears throat> if I say, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, I bear witness there is Allah, wa anna Muhammadan abdu rasuluh, and I bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger and his servant. Can't she say that? This woman cannot say that? Cannot she witness that there is only one God? I'm asking, can, you, can a woman say that or not? Or she's been praying in all her life. No, 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 no. You have to be two to have witness. You understand what I'm saying? Can she be a witness on Allah alone? Yes. So on every any instance she can be a, on witness alone? To understand that because the lecture was Faisha, and if suppose husband-wife relationship, wife have a doubt, on the uh, husband has a doubt on the wife and the situation arises that you husband has, is the only witness suppose he thinks that my wife is involved in faisha or adultery himself now he can't bring four witnesses suppose so what happens an incident or being raped she's being raped what happens so this is an ayat in the Quran you listen to it and you will see how in surah Nu 24, 6, 7, and 8 and 9. I will read. walam yakullam shuhada illa anfusum ahadihim arbau shahadatim billah innahu Wal anna in kana mil kazibin. And for those who throw a charge on their wives and have no witnesses for them except their own selves so their single evidence can be accepted if they bear witness four times with Allah that surely he is the truthful ones and the fifth time he is to invoke the curse of Allah on himself if he is of the liars now if I, I want to put a charge on my wife and I don't have witness myself four witnesses I bear witness four times that Allah yeah, I'm speaking the truth that my wife Astaghfirullah has gone into this and the fifth time I put a curse on myself because Allah because Allah says that for putting a charge on any woman, married woman or you have to have four witnesses in this condition you don't have, the husband doesn't have so Allah says you say four times that uh, four times that, that Allah I bear witness this and the fifth time curse on me if I'm lying now in that condition the wife is jeopardized. Now suppose the wife knows that she is not involved, my husband has got a doubt. So Allah says further in the same Surah 24, 8 But it would avert the punishment from her, that is the wife, that she bears witness four times with Allah that surely he is from the liars. And the fifth time she is to invoke the wrath of Allah on herself is from the truthful funds. Now <laughs> Allah is averting the punishment if the wife 
says the same thing that she bear witness four times that Allah that she, he is from the liars she's alone he's alone now he, she's speaking the truth suppose and she says that she bear witness four times with Allah that surely he's from the liars and the fifth time that she puts invokes the wrath of Allah on herself and he's from the truthful ones in these two countries both are one one both are one husband is one wife is one so Allah said avoid the punishment Allah will avoid the punishment that means Allah is accepting the the witness of a single wife single woman in comparison to the husband so if the wife speaks the truth like this the punishment will avert so that means Allah is in an incident this is an incident that they are throwing the husband is throwing a charge on his wife so in this incident Allah is accepting a single witness of the wife so that means Allah expects in witnesses equal but in this I am more of a woman so any girl being raped can be a single witness by this I wrote, I wrote I, I, I read to you she can be a single man and say this man raped me if four times I am truthful that he, she, he did it and on the fifth time I can say she can say the, the wrath is on me she should, but if, if the people are not following the ayahs we have to differentiate what the ayah says and what the governments are doing it so ayah is telling very sincerely and very clearly that it is a woman's witness is accepted single witness is accepted of a woman against the husband the same rule can be applied a single woman being raped by a man her witness should be accepted in the nearness of Allah who are you? first of all she is being raped and then now she, she, she confesses that to the court and says I am the witness myself even the doctors can find out she is being raped or not the sign, and they can find out this then she can be a witness and she, the Quran says single witnesses so any incident or between husband and wife relationship Allah has accepted her as single witness over the husband if she is speaking the truth singular so that is all right